I know you're smart, and I'm proud of you. I want you to make some friends this summer. Meet Scotty Small. Hell, get it! <laughs> the kid is a L7 weenie. My lace over. Man, this is baseball. You gotta stop thinking. Just have fun. Climb trees, hop fences, get into trouble. Just stand there and stick your gloves out in the air. I'll take care of it. Now he's in. Yeah! All right! With the coolest guys in the neighborhood. They've got the look. Wendy Peppercorn. Wow. Hey, girls. They've got the moves. <laughs> They've got the rap. Blockhead! Geek! Jerk! Idiot! Moron! You bought for apples in the toilet! And you like it! You play ball like a girl! Something else has got their ball. That wasn't my ball! Dad's father gave it to him. Babe Ruth signed that ball. Babe Ruth! We gotta get that ball back. Got any bright ideas? Initiate retrieval section number one. Power connect. Come on, help me, it's heavy. Now. Twentieth Century Fox presents. Hey guys, it's the Sandlot Baby. You're the ones that making all that racket. <laughs> A lifetime of adventures. The Sandlot, a little piece of paradise, a half a block wide, and a whole season long. Scotty, have you made any friends yet? Oh, oh I'm sorry, Mom. Oh. What was that? Was that the rocket lifting off in Sandlot 2? Which, trust me, you guys need to watch. But anyways, welcome back to Matinee Baseball, Episode 5, Season 3. I'm your host, Ted Flint. I might have a Vegas bomb. I might have a huge drink in front of me and a side drink. Voss is drinking whiskey. I can only assume that Sean has numerous white claws in him, or I'll be disappointed. <laughs> anyways, it's the middle of the summer. If you're not already saucing your meat with Deadeye, to be honest, you're, you're dead to me. Like, we're not friends. I want to acknowledge you. We come tailgating this fall. If I find out you're not using Deadeye on your meat, I just I won't do Vegas bombs with you, and I won't offer you any. So think about that. That your fairways and high V's at DeadeyeBBQ.com. We are about six weeks from football season. Go and get recipes for the tailgating this fall. We're gonna have a fun contest where I want photos of your best tailgate setup, your best tailgating photos, and we're gonna swag. That's the plan, anyways. As I said, I'm Ted Flint. Tailgate Society has a ton of podcasts on all your podcast platforms on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart. And our website, com, which is basically a podcast website at this point. Anyways, we did Sandlot back in season one. We did a drunk dialing episode of it. And since I was lazy and didn't put a poll up, 
And then these guys the other day were like, are we podcasting this week? I was like, well, I guess we'll just dust off the sandlot because I am a bad host. That's on me, not on them. The worst. The sandlot's amazing. And then Jake was like, I haven't seen money moving in a long time. So I am prepared for him to just shit all over this movie. So, <laughs> Oh, is that, is I, that what I – my reputation now is that I'm just going to I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. So – and both my sons are still awake. One is making a – book and the other one is laughing at me in the corner so i shouldn't be cussing as much but you know it's fine it's okay father of the year anyways since jake just saw this and i'm sure if you haven't seen the sound you just want to listen to us talk about while drinking hooray came out when he was one or a few months old jake and hey, I, I didn't actually look up when specifically it was released i know it was the same year i was born so <laughs> so yeah, my my son was discussing that earlier about how how old it is, but um, yeah. So Jake in ninety seconds or less spoil the shit out of the Sandlot. Uh, so the Sandlot is basically a coming of age story. Kid moves into a new town in the valley in California, and um, ends up um, making friends with uh, these this group of kids. This eight a group of eight kids that uh, love and play baseball at the Sandlot every day. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie. Some of them are kind of, uh, not great looking back at them uh, today. Uh, you know, yeah, we're going to discuss forcing that, a woman to kiss you is, is something, but uh, tricking her into it. Uh, but basically the, the, the main part of the story is uh, on the outfield of their of the stand lot over the fence there is a scary dog the beast uh that anytime a ball gets hit over there uh it's gone forever because of the if you try and go over there the dog is going to kill you and eat you uh well smalls the main character uh decides it's a good idea to take his stepdad signed baseball and play with it not knowing that babe who babe ruth is and he hits it over the fence so the main part of the story is they have to get it back, and they end up getting it back with an epic <laughs> chase scene of the dog, and it's uh, it's fantastic, honestly. You, I love this movie. You you like you definitely like skipped over the best part the uh, the uh, machines and the uh, devices that they use to try to get oh, the we'll ball ta- back. We'll talk about we'll talk about that. I've got oh yeah, I, this, don't worry. I, I I actually you know my my drunk thoughts are like I should make an article about this movie. Mind you, we'll see a sober hungover Ted does such thing. But like this movie is like, just like ripe for like a list article, like the best, like list the uh, top players, list the top machines, list, you know, the quotes. Is that what you call that? A list article, a ranking article? I'm not sure what the term is there. I think you could probably do multiple if you wanted to, but. So, but yeah, like that's, to me, that's like, where it is. So, like, yeah, this movie's great. Like, and it came out the same year as, uh, I think, Rookie of the Year. Like, right around the same time. And I feel, like, bad for it. Like, not for Rookie of the Year. But, like, this, cause this movie's amazing. Like, I'm not sure I've ever, like, ran into someone that's like, I don't like the Sandlot. Like, Sean, have you ever ran into someone that's like, that movie's stupid. I don't like it. I think I've ever met anybody at least that's brave enough to actually say that to anybody anyway because i really i don't know i don't know what on earth there would be in this movie where you you would dislike it that could cause you to not like it i have seen a few like it's not as good 
as everyone says it is, because it's constantly like on the, like the Mount Rushmore of baseball movies, yeah. right? Yeah, I could see somebody yeah, like it's always nev- I could see somebody that had never seen it uh, and just heard everybody talk about how amazing it is, watch it, and be like, "Well, it wasn't that good." But that's part of the problem of hyping movies up, I guess. So. Yeah, and like I saw this in a the theater. Hashtag I'm old. So. So, yeah. I think for like, well for me the th- so the thing about this movie is I've seen it I, I'm not gonna lie this is probably the only the third time I've watched this movie all the way through but I think I've seen like half hour parts of this movie like 20 times I don't really know why that is but like there's parts of the movie that I remember like clearly and then watching it tonight I was like oh yeah that happened or like I completely forgot about this part of the movie yeah and like. I mean, we are like a generic, low-end, Dollar General version of the rewatchables. Like, this movie, like, is the definition of a rewatchable. Like, you you just said it best, Jake. Like, there's so many little segments of this movie where you're just like, I'm, I should be vacuuming, or I should be, like, the baseball game starts in 20 minutes, or the football game. Oh, they're at, they just put together the, uh, the director set? I'll watch this till kickoff. You know, like, I mean, it's like you just walk by and you see like a little shit, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm here for this little bit, right? The, the like we said, the the swimming pool scene for all of its heart, like all of its issues, or like when they kick the shit out of little league, which we all know my issues with the uh, local politics of uh, small town baseball, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, like Jake said, like it's it's the I don't know, man, like. We love Major League, and we like a lot of them. Like, this like, movie might be like the – I don't think you can cut a single part of this movie out. Like, I mean, it's not even two hours. It's one hour, 41 minutes with the uh, credits. But is there any part that you're like, yeah, this should go. I don't need this part. I mean, like, I mean, the the pool scene could go just in general, even without even without its problem, like the problem that it has, like watching it today. But is there anything about that scene that, like, it doesn't establish anything? Like, I think you could say that about several of the little segments of the movie, but none of them, like, feel like, why is this here when you're watching it either? So it's 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 part of the – a lot of those little segments, when you go back and think about them, are, like, part of the coming-of-age, like, young kid uh, during the summer, like, thing. So it doesn't feel unnatural. Well, it's like when people complain about like so, so-called like filler episodes of a TV show. The pool scene like establishes how close they are, right? As, as a group, you know. But yeah, it's. I, I, all right, we're gonna discuss this pool scene right now. Um, and I don't know how to word this with my children like ten feet away from me, so I'm just gonna throw it out there and hope they're not listening. <laughs> And now they're smiling at me. We're just going to do it. That's We're just going to go. That's assault, bro- that's assault, brother. I know. Not that part. <laughs> but, like, we found 1993, which is almost 30 years ago. And it's, it's 28 years old, right? How many generations of young boys are going to grow up just obsessed with Wendy Peppercorn? 
my nine year old is like shaking his head at oh, me I, and like I mean oh. I think I think that's <laughs> that's into my generation. I mean I'm the same age as the movie, right? Like you, I thought like, I'm saying like I, I think most most people my age know when you say Wendy Peppercorn, you know what, what you're talking like what that's from. Yeah, I mean Yeah, it's like, a uh staple in in you know in pop culture in I don't want to get into the nitty grits of it but there are, there are pause there are pause scenes you know you know well yeah like I so yeah I mean I made a, me a note? <laughs> I made a note about that scene too because like so beyond the so squints like jumps out he can't swim and he like loses his crap and he like jumps off the diving board and can't swim and so Wendy has to save him and then pretends to need CPR and she's giving him mouth to mouth and like and he he grabs her head and yeah like purposely like grabs her head and is the grabbing kissing. head part is what's really bad yeah that's it's not good but like the scene like before he like loses it or whatever <laughs> you want to say to go jump off the diving board they show her like <laughs> rubbing herself with lotion and like show like a pan of like the people at the pool. And there's like an old guy sitting there or an older guy sitting there like staring at her too. And I'm like, my goodness, what are we doing here? Why? Why? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it is, yeah, weird. it's weird. Like, so, but yeah, it's just like, but like, I mean, like I said, like there are parts that I pause like growing up and like, it's just like, this movie is like such like a, like, like, you know what's what's hilarious? And like, Jake, you said you're you're 28. Um, my son pointed out. He's like, this, I, he knew because my son is a miniature me when it comes to movie nerdness. He's like, you know, it's like this movie came out in 1993. It came out in 63. He's like, that's 30 years. So like, it'd be like <clears throat> if they made a movie now about that, like set like right now, like if they made it in two years, it'd be set in 1993. Like, yeah, I mean, that, it's basically it's basically you could it would be set in yeah the year that it came out or pretty close to like that makes you feel incredibly old because like the sixties <laughs> feel like so far away right and like you know like well yeah you can do the same thing with uh, that seventies show right like I've seen people say that it's like when that would actually be set relative to when it came out oh it I is, saw I, something I, the other day about about the in the end Jones movie from eighty one was set in forty one. So now it'd be set in like nineteen. Ooh. Yeah, right. I mean, same thing, right? Like, and they're making an indie five for some reason. So, but yeah, like it's just weird. And like you couldn't remember. All right, that's a, let's let's segue towards that and get off the problem. We all agree that the Wendy Peppercorn scene is is problematic. Like it's real problematic, you know. Yeah. And then they have her marry quite- him. That's, like that part. It's pretty ewy, right? All right. How how old does she have to be to make that less ewy for her to marry him? Cause Did they ever are, establish how old the kids were supposed to be? How old are they when this movie starts? Did they say, Gavin? My year, my eight year old summer. Like, are they ten? Fifth grade. Gavin says fifth grade. He's beside me. So. This summer before so before so I like, start fifth grade, so so it'd be like ten. Yeah. Okay. So she's so, like seventeen, sixteen. Sixteen. That's not that weird. Not once you're not once you're like older. 
Well, let's not defend it. It just like, yeah, very weird at the time, but yeah. <laughs> and then they have like eighteen kids or whatever the fucking number is. Right. He's... <laughs> yeah, doing a podcast with created. Their own. Oh no, I w- I wasn't def- sorry. I wasn't defending the the pool thing. I was just saying like once. You no, no, older, no 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 no. That's not. Yeah no no. That's not that weird. Age, age is just a number, right? <laughs> As they say. So, and my son was nice to point out, like, during, like, the chasing the night, he's like, his mom gave him permission to get in trouble this summer. She can't get mad. <laughs> That's absolutely something that he would grab or a kid would grab out of that movie. Like, he got permission. He can get in trouble, and she's not going to be mad. Yeah, like, you know, and speaking of Indiana Jones, it's 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 Raven Mavenwood from Indiana Jones is the mom. So... Sure. Have you seen Indiana Jones and, and the yes. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes. Oh, sorry. Back to you guys don't know that. I'm just going to end this podcast. It's done. This is the last episode. We're done. <laughs> no, we're no done. you're not. This is, I might. We're talking right now baseball movies, to be honest. We'll figure like, it out. We've got, we've we got might, some to rewatch. And we, yeah, we do. We need to redo Angels in the Outfield. It's like... Sabotage the shit out of that one. Well, there, there's so, some right. that were done before I was around and Ortez was around. So, so right, where do you guys fall on the stepdad? Do you, do you think he's a dick? Do you think he's trying his best? Like, it, 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 it fluctuates on, like, the day I'm watching. My I, think son thinks he's I, think he's an, I think he's an ass. Gavin, um, my nine-year-old, thinks he's an asshole. But apparently. it's also, to me, it was one of those things is, like, that's also, like, dad, like actual paternal dads were, like, kind of, just kind of like that thing. But he's, let but alone he's not a paternal dad. Yeah, okay. no, like, let alone a stepdad. So it was just kind of one of those things where, like, yeah, he's an ass in my opinion, but also, like, just kind of par for the course probably. I mean, I assume he's the only one working, right? Yeah, I don't. We don't know what his job is. Yeah, Maybe he's assigned a space shuttle, right? <laughs> because it's all choppy. I'm assuming he agreed with me because I'm always right. Well, I find I find it odd that like they moved to the valley and then he's. Like, they never. They never. They never flying. stay where they're at. Well, they this said they're filmed in, the in Utah. Did they? Well, it's filmed in Utah. Yeah. I mean, I think it was supposed to be set in like California, right? I have no idea. You're, you just watched it today. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think you know where they're at. It, it seems like California. I know it's not. I know it's not filmed there. I don't know what that was. That was a weird echo. And did, did Taz get taken away by a UFO again? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, the movie's set in San Fernando Valley because I I know that they say like the like I moved to the valley or something when they're uh, in the beginning uh, when they're kind of setting it up, and then okay. I assumed with the Dodger stuff that it was uh, that it was California, but yeah, I mean like, and then like the slapping like the just the the cold steak to his face, like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's rough. I, I, I don't know. It was one of those things where it it was just like he never they never connected on anything and then he's like a guy that's working and busy all the time and then they finally he you know got he learned how to
do baseball things. So then they connected on that and then it was, it was better from there on out, which is like for the, like once again, for kind of the time of the setting, plus when the movie came out, that's just, I guess, kind of, that's just how it works or like that was okay type of thing. I don't know. All right. I was rewatching the movie while we're, uh, while we're watching and Ted is now gone. But, uh, can we talk about like Benny just pulling the baseball cap? Like, like where did he store that? Like, do people just normally wear like a glove? Sorry, the glove, not hat. Like so, in the back of their pants. So the it's funny because he does that twice in the movie, right? Because he does it the first time with the glove when he invites him back out after his, and and Smalls is like, well, my my glove's broken, I can't. He's like, that's okay, I've got an extra one. And then he does it with the hat when he's like, "Yeah, you got a fi- you got a fireplace, right? Or do, you, do you have a fireplace? Yeah. Well, throw that hat in there too, because that hat is horrendous. And then, of course, yeah. at the, the end, he he still has it. He never threw it away. But uh, yeah, that hat was bad. I made a note about that. Like that's the first note I made. And, and like it always would love that hat now. Hipsters what even that. is that hat? Like I don't I don't think I've ever it's, seen the hat like that. It's so long. The bill is like the bill is obnoxiously large. <sighs> like, ridiculous. do you think they specially made that for the movie, or do you think like that's an actual hat? No, I 60s? feel like I feel like that was a style of hat that at one point existed that they went and found. I I, I I'll go with this on this, but I, I'm looking at it right now, and like they're in the whole like the great Bambino, and the hard part of this movie is like. Was there not a decent baseball player from the 20s to the 60s that they, none of these kids would, like, be friends of? Like, I get, like, Babe Ruth's the biggest name. But did, like, baseball cease to exist for, like, 35 years? No one's talking. You're oh, all gone. I was going to let uh, – no, I'm here. I was going to let Ted talk. Because <laughs> he was been here and, then he sounded, and he sounded good. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, but – like though, like Babe Ruth is still always the like. You have Shohei Otani doing what he does, and it's still like Babe Ruth is always the guy. So, like for for whatever reason, it's just it, that that doesn't like stick out to me. Yeah, I think they just they stick with that because that's the name. Like, even if you don't know anything about baseball, you know the name Babe Ruth. Um. And I don't know, I guess also that there's a period of history in there where I really couldn't tell you much about what was going on in baseball, you know, in the, I guess, wartime, where, uh, you know, it's where those guys didn't play baseball, or, you know, you have the stories of, like, Bob Feller and those guys whose career went on hold because they went and served the Army and everything, but <clears throat> I think... I think Babe Ruth's just the easy name, you know, that it, everybody out there is going to know plus, when you throw that out there. Plus, how many other guys could they have, like, picked to, to for that? And there's, like, six nicknames for them. Like, yeah, right. just ridiculous, like, things <laughs> that they could go around the horn and, like, say his name or his nickname. Yeah, the, yeah, the, you can have, yeah, what is it, seven – six or seven of them that they go through different names for him and then uh, finally get around to Babe Ruth and 
There's, oh, that's the same guy. <laughs> who, I made a note. Who is who is she? <laughs> like, he just doesn't have any idea. That's the like we kind of skipped like the first like talking about kind of the opening of the movie and stuff. Uh, I mean, I, I I did like the the overview of the movie, but he just has no idea. Like he can't. I understand not being. I, I somewhat understand not being able to use a glove and catch a baseball like you have to learn that but the idea of completely like not being able to th- like throw a ball at all right. at that yeah, age completely is so <laughs> like completely like outside of me that I, I don't like understand that like I mean that's the the reason yeah like it, it's I don't know it's so weird to me like he just can't throw it and then has to be taught everything like i understand catching a ball is is different but he uh like <laughs> when he so he he shows up and it, or they he uh benny brings him back the second day or whatever and he hits him the ball to the outfield and he goes and grabs it from by the fence and he runs it all the way back in yeah and just the looks on everybody's faces like when he's running it in it's so good and he's like here you go, and then just runs back out there. Yeah, he just just staring at him, which what I think is even like, is it? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, chewing gum or something, and he just even like his jaw just drops, and like he just stops, and he's just staring at him, and it's just like, what is this kid doing? Because it is, yeah, he just never just in his brain, it doesn't the idea of throwing anything just. Those mechanics don't exist. <laughs> so real quick here, so my, my nine-year-old can go to bed. He wanted to ask you guys if you saw that Benny got hit by a car when he's in the beast is chasing him. Oh, yeah, because he, like, goes to j- jump over. He's, like, running through the alley or whatever, right? <clears throat> and they the said, car's yes, driving Gavin. Down. Okay, that's all. Okay, he's going to bed now. All right, back to the, <laughs> the smalls. Now they're going to throw a baseball. Good night, Gavin. He's literally like, he wrote me a note that I sent you guys a Snapchat. He's like, ask him about Benny getting hit by a car. So, <laughs> I saw, I saw it, and I thought that's what it said, something about hit by a car. Yeah, I, I, I know, I noticed or remember that he was when he was running from the beast. He was like running through the alley and jumping over shit and got hit by a car. Just so back ran out, just got car. back up and ran over the car. Sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. So what's more impressive in this movie? Hitting the guts out of a baseball, or Benny literally hitting a pop fly to a glove. Ooh. <laughs> you stand there, I'll take care of it. Man, I, the, man the, the fucking balls on yeah, someone. Yeah, the pop like fly thing <laughs> is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, that's a good question. That's a that's one that should have gotten should get put out on on Twitter because yeah, right like now both, we're trying to get our, we're trying we're trying to get our shit more more involved. We'll ask you right now. Both of them are like to hit the the cover off of baseball is ridiculous, right? But then also to say like even like when you're hit when you're standing there and doing it yourself and to hit it into a glove in the outfield, I don't know, like that's that's pretty ridiculous too. So yeah, to be that precise is. <laughs> Is uh like, like I don't even know how you do it. I don't know how that. Would, 
more impressed. Because like, cause like he's, he's well, he's good, and like he's up there hitting for like fielding practice and stuff, grounding practice. But like to just <laughs> like I like spits on the ball and like basically is just like wishing on the ball as he before he hits it that he can hit it to it like right at him because yeah. he told him it would be okay. <laughs> Man, I mean, I have so many uh, words to use this club. <laughs> hit ball into small club. I got I got to get rid of a word letter here. Hit ball. Well, I enjoy I enjoyed your um your poll, although I don't think it's I don't know how close it is now, but I don't think it's really a contest. Because uh, this movie is really quotable, right? Like, there's a lot of it. Like when I'm rewatching it, there's a lot of quotes that I'm like, oh yeah, like that's a thing. Or as it was coming up, I was like, oh, here's the quote. All right, how do I? Yeah, like it. It's tough. I think these are the two most quotable baseball movies of all time. Field of Dreams is probably close, but like when I ask that question, it's not like the same quote over and over. It's like multiple quotes, right? And Major League might have it, but this is a lot of like tiny quotes, right? That sneak in there. Right? Yeah, there's a lot of good ones, but like at least for me, there there's so many that like I can just. And probably part of it is that I've seen Major League more than I've seen this, but because there's some good ones in this, but there's like there's so many in Major League for me. But I mean, the, I mean, I I made a couple notes, and they're like the the speech about the beast or the speech, whatever the monologue about the beast when they're in the treehouse, and he's like, ate that he ate them bone and all, <laughs> and then it's gone great, forever. Man. Like, I want to discuss good, that like, fucking clubhouse. We're going to discuss that clubhouse, but yeah. Or like, you're killing me, Smalls. Or I mean, that one's the big one. You're you're, any... kill, you're killing me, Smalls. Is is probably the biggest one. Uh, the one that I forgot about, but I've heard people reference is the uh, if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. <laughs> when Ham yeah, is like he... talking shit while he's catching <laughs> with the, against the little league team. <laughs> All right. Is it, is it safe to say Sandlot has the best line in your Kill Me Smalls, but Major League might have the most quantity? Quality over quantity? Is that way to say it? Like, no? Mm. Like, I mean, most possibly. memorable, maybe. Like, I mean, like, what's, what, what in Major League is as memorable as your Kill Me Smalls? Right? I, just a bit me, outside, maybe? For me, just a bit outside is right there with your Killing Me Smalls, but I think your Killing Me Smalls is probably number one. Yeah. He so has the whole, like, Legends Never Die. Hero, heroes heroes Never... What was it? Heroes Get Remembered, Legends Never Die. That's pretty yeah. high on the list, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Forever. You know, like... Oh, yeah. I mean, there's obviously a ton of good ones in there. And, um, and yeah, I was, I was going to say just, I know, I mean, you know, a handful of friends that have the T-shirts that are the You're Killing Me T-shirts that another buddy who gets pissed off every time he sees someone with it because it's the part, the actual picture is when, Ham Porter screaming play ball and it's not a you're killing me smalls moment. 
Uh, oh, so when he, he just when roasts when he's, anybody he oh, ever he's, sees wearing that shirt. When he's, <laughs> when he's pointing the when he's pointing the finger out, yeah, you got you got sketchy <laughs> there, but I caught that part. Yeah. So what he was saying is, uh, on all those you know those T-shirts with uh, Ham Porter pointing out, it says you're killing me, Smalls. But like he really yells, "Play ball," which would make a hell of a lot more sense, and it's fine. Like it's my pet peeve. Like we can go down to like wormhole. I hate like pulp culture T-shirts. They have like a real like rough like a a side like reference like Doc Brown's garage or some shit from like Back to the Future, and then they put like a Back to the Future logo on it. Like motherfuckers, that's the point is to have a shirt of a reference that only a little like a little about many people know, right? Like that's right. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You're not getting it to, you know, give away the reference. It's, it's supposed to be a connection thing. You know, if you see it and you know it, then you know it. Not it's slapping you in the face. Slap. All right, that that's that's a little phrasing, but sure. Um. Anyways, so you know the funny the funny thing about that, and you you say the the like the miss like connection of the the line with the like ham yelling or whatever and i if you would have asked me how that line was delivered it would have been like him yelling it not how it's actually delivered in the movie like that caught me off guard because i didn't remember that well you found that nice eighteen dollars um <laughs> jake found the hat for eighteen dollars on amazon the fisherman hat it's probably <laughs> not as long as they one. make it look in the hat but he's small small is small my son asked me, and I was like, as small as his name? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it is. Well, he, Did they ever say his name? He introduces him as Scotty Smalls. Like, that's his name. Yeah. So, oh. like, I, that's All the right. only name we ever know him by. Like, I mean, maybe his last name isn't Smalls, and he fucking made it up, but. All right. We need to, I'm watching the S'mores part right now. And if you're killing me, Smalls, is the S'more part. Is that the first time they say it? Yeah. Did they say so. it again? Like, I think that's the time that they say it, and it's like that's it. I can't believe like a bunch. I mean, it's the '60s, but a bunch of kids like parents are like, just go hang out in the clubhouse with your six, ten friends. It's fine. <laughs> How big is this clubhouse? But they're having us sleep. All right, we need to discuss this clubhouse. This clubhouse gives my sons too much, like too big of britches in their shit. Oh, uh, he says you're <laughs> killing me, Smalls, when they're uh, uh, at the carnival. Too. Okay. Sorry, I was so just it, it's, a, it's a it's a thing. It's a two story treehouse, right? Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, which <laughs> like apparently I made a note about that. Like, who the fuck built this thing? Because they're like ten. And I it's like a goddamn nice treehouse. It's a dad of dudes that become fucking mini mall creators or some shit. Tess, <laughs> you gotta do a shot. I'm too drunk for to hear you yawning. I'm too hyper. I told you I took a vacant spot before the thing started. <laughs> I was stretching. I wasn't yawning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So that that thing is huge, right? Two stories. They have a ladder. They have a pole. They have balconies. Fucking treehouse has balconies. <laughs> like, I don't know. I wish I had a treehouse like that when I was younger. And it overlooks the beast. <laughs> Like, it's not just any tree house. It's literally on a tree next to the fucking beast property, right? 
Yeah, it's just like I guess I never really put it together that that wasn't at somebody's house. It was just sand. <laughs> like so somebody's dad or something went out there, built it, not on his property. And just I, I need to see like everybody. I need to see what like one of those fucking Seinfeld Reddit like layouts. Where is this treehouse compared to the fucking sandlot compared to the beast yard? Right? <laughs> I need to Dad, see I don't, I don't think I don't think you want to see that because I don't think it actually works out when you look at the scene. <laughs> I like, like I kind of thought about an... I kind of thought about this as we were like as I was this watching. This is the first time I'm thinking about this shit. Like so I thought yeah. the treehouse has to be in right field, right? Right field treehouse yeah. on the foul line. E, no, it's like it's like right center. I think is what it kind of has to be to be on no, the it same yard right and overhang the. Overhang the field? No, to overhang the where the beast is, right? Well, wh- where's the beast at compared to the fucking outfield? I thought it was like, like left center. center. Like center field. It can't be. God damn it! And I already destroyed my favorite baseball movie. I get it center can't be center, center, right center. I think that's where the fence <laughs> okay. is. Okay. All right. All right. If it's right center, then then the the clubhouse can be out there in like the foul line area, right? Right? Not really. You th- no, because that's like on a field that's like several yards over. Well, maybe like he has a huge fucking yard. <laughs> that's why I told you I don't think you want to actually know that you don't want to actually like see his layout because it's not gonna work. I don't think it works. Like it's like the Boondock Saints, like huge fucking guy. You know, like you know, like <laughs> my son did. Just tell me that squints is in the third sandlot. Yeah, in it's, case you guys it's are literally it's it's literally like almost center, like dead center field is the fence that they go. And oh my like god! Are you, up. You, I'm gonna look. Did you Google sandlot field layout? No, well, someone I, has to. Have went, I, I went and turned the movie on again. Like you can go to like twenty five thirty. Some nerds had to have did this already. We're gonna figure it out. Uh, no, they haven't because only we're assholes and we have broken brains. <laughs> That's cool. Oh wait, I saw the. We can't screenshot God damn it, Ted! You're you're breaking up again. Anyways, all right. While Ted's maybe coming back, what do you guys want to rank? Okay, first? okay, so so I've got I've got a picture here. <laughs> yeah, so the no, I finally found a scene and it like shows it. So basically. Left center is where the the house is, and then left field is where the tree and the tree house is, and it like kind of goes back towards center field. So it works. Okay. They've got it. It's fine. Yes. I keep yelling at Ted, and he can't he can't even like defend himself. It's kind of fun. All right. <laughs> it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, he hung up. He hung up. Right, you bullied so, him out of the call. <laughs> jerk. That's what that's why I shouldn't do Vegas bombs before uh before said podcast on a Thursday. But uh I, re- I well I gotta wait till he gets back, so you can making bullshit. Um and here's Winnie Peppercorn again. Is this before the after the pool scene? Anyway, still bad. Alright. So like what before he gets back here. Who would be Babe Ruth for the ball now? I, I was discussing this myself, in my head. It has to be like a 
a Sosa McGuire fall, right? If this was made now, but it could be that. It'd be ninety three. So who would it? Who would that ball be? Oh man! Like a Hank Aaron? Well, yeah, they reference they reference that when he has his dream and Babe Ruth takes a Henry Aaron card. I don't know. That's a good. It is right early nineties. Like who? Who was the guy? Like. And none of us, I mean, I wasn't a big baseball fan there, so like, I couldn't even tell I have, you. Like, I, mean, I have no idea. That's that's part of my thing with like not seeing, actually seeing this movie a lot or growing up with it, is like baseball was not a thing for me until ten years ago. So, I'm the same way, and like, it sounds terrible. Like, I mean, I was a big baseball fan back then, but like, I'm actually like less of a baseball fan these days because like, well, you know, the Cubs are terrible. And their ownership's shitty. And it's really hard to like, become... And, like, Andre it's hard to watch Galarraga uh, led the batting average in 1983, if you wanted to know. Well, but yeah, it would have been like 30 years before, though, because like Babe Ruth Maybe like a Roger Maris ball? Willie Mays, maybe? Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because you're, ta- yeah, you're talking the, what, 60s then. So, yeah, I don't know. Lou Gehrig? You know, like... But yeah, like, it's just... It's tough, you know, like... But, like, the funny part of this movie like, is, like, I like a, I read a trivia. Like, the day they did a pool scene was, like, the coldest day of filming. And if you watch it now, all these kids are fucking shivering the whole time during that pool scene. Yeah, I kind of wondered about it because, like, when Squints gets on the diving board, he, like, is, like, shivering. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. If you get out of the pool, sometimes it's cold. But that would make a lot of sense that he was actually fucking cold because it, it looked pretty, like, real, uh, like, just, like, he's actually cold. Yeah, it was like, it was like, uh, and like, for instance, like, they were like, it's so hot today, you know, you consider this a, uh, I bullied Sean just to call in. I'm an asshole. I'm such a terrible person. I mean, I'm just calling Ron, on the cell phone. Ron Santo, Billy May, or Willie Mays, Hank Aaron. It's Sean, Hank you Aaron. back? Yeah. How are you still choppy on a cell phone? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's never going to come to Ozarks with me. Pete Rose, Ron Santo, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron. I'm just looking at like the all 60s team. So we were discussing, Sean, if this movie came out in 90, if it came out like if it was set in 1993, who's on the Any ball comics? that they all like was obsessed about? Like, Ooh. Um, I think Willie Mays, right? That's why. I, I mean, maybe Willie Ron Mays Maris. or Hank Aaron, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'll see. Yeah, I was one of those two, probably for sure. Those are, you know, timeless, iconic names that <clears throat> that people will know. You know, again, with the even appealing to people that aren't baseball fans. Yeah, I think, like yeah. you said, that's the big thing with Babe Ruth is it's the it's a name, it's a person that people that have no idea about baseball know when you say it. Yeah. So like, all right. So like, all right, we're gonna start in a ranking thing. So we're gonna start with we'll start with, we'll start with the baseball players, the kids. How do you rank? Let's see if we, as a group, we can I come to a consensus 
Because this movie, does, like this movie, does better than any other baseball movie we've seen. I think of like establishing all nine players on the team, right? So, how do you guys rank the players? Like just in like, it can be it can be like, it can be a general ranking. Like, I like him in the movie or best player. So, so Benny's number one, right? Yeah, I, would I say think so. he's got to be. Yeah. So who's two? I guess where it starts getting dicey. Is Ham two? Probably your catcher. Smalls too. Well, I don't know. May, I mean, I don't know where you're going to end up putting Smalls. Uh, like as far as baseball player, I don't really know. Like it's just movie ranking. Just like should we start Ooh. at the bottom? Would it be easier to go at the bottom? The brothers <laughs> are probably on the bottom. Like the brothers yeah. are the least established of the like characters no, that they bring in. No, no, I think the hippie is. The uh, brothers have some good think, scenes during going, uh, okay. the hippie doesn't do shit when they're trying to get the ball back. The brothers have like the <laughs> vacuum scene twice. You know? That's true, yeah. One when the vacuum blows up on one of them. <laughs> I think I think um, I think the hippies number zero, nine I guess. Right. We can agree to disagree. Well, then where do you? All right. So if you, <laughs> the brothers. I, the I, brothers I, mean, be, I mean, those two, those three, or the like the brothers slash Bertram. That was his name. Are like the bottom, you. the bottom three. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a I note. Agree. I have a note. I have a note about him because of like the end of the movie, which is fucking hilarious, but. Uh, so those we have those three. three. Okay, so sure. then, then the pitcher is, and I like the pitcher. Yeah, probably. He, I would. I would say so. And, and then, then yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. And then squints. Squints. Then small, smalls. Ham. Benny. Well, Benny's one. Yeah, yeah. And Smalls probably two. He's make her to goddamn movie. Right? Smalls is two or three. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, either, however, wherever you want to put them. But yeah, I yeah. see. You got Benny at the top, and I, I can give you. I I can be convinced for Smalls at two, and then probably Ham at three, and then. I can look at yeah, yeah, but Squints, but Squints is a senior too by himself. That's a problem. Like, I like yeah, yeah, a lot better than Squints, you know, but. That's a personal preference, you know, because squints is squints, right? So, but, all right, this will be the more enjoyable conversation. All right, so they try to pick the Beast numerous times, right? I want us to yeah. try to rank, not like the most efficient, but your favorite. Well, so, I just ask you guys what your favorite. So, I have my well, favorite. Well, let, let's let's list them for like list them because I I typed them out. Uh, so they have they start with a fucking broom handle, which <laughs> I don't really understand. Like it you can work. How are you going to pull it backwards? You going to like lay the handle on top of it and slowly roll yeah. it backwards? Have you never had shit underneath the couch and you had like a fucking fly swatter to get it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Same principle. <laughs> okay, I mean, 
I don't know. I think I would have just used the whole broom that has a head on it to like actually hook around it. But anyway, and then they have like they only uh, have a small hole. They they uh, <laughs> phrasing. Uh, then they have a, <laughs> a piece of like angle aluminum, like uh, bent angle aluminum. They tape a fucking pan, a pot. Like, pot on the end of it, <laughs> like a sauce pot, a saucepan <laughs> pot on the end of it. That would have worked great. Like they had it and. And then, which, you know, which doesn't really work up my hole, fucking not having a big enough hole. Because if they can get that through the hole, uh, the <laughs> we should stop talking about the holes. Uh, <laughs> and, the, and then they decide to go from the treehouse like balcony, and they have vacuum like three vacuums hooked up together, <laughs> and like it's a catcher's shut. mask. It's pinched shut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to like suck it up, uh, which is amazing. And then they like rig up a whole like hoist system to hoist yeah yeah over the <laughs> over the yard. How is like well, to, how's to that younger it? brother? How's like he's not even the smallest guy on the team. Like how is there not like how is like the younger Timmy brother, whatever the fuck their name, not put on there? Like is yeah yeah? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just like they start like I, I was just it was like so I even made a note. So like they go from that they make this fairly. It's not like super elaborate, but it's like a ladder sticking out with like a, <laughs> a pulley on it and like hoisting yeah yeah up, and then then they make a fucking catapult robot. Which and I'm like, what are we? Amazing. Which is fantastic, but it's like, man, I guess that's part of uh, they like show earlier in the movie that like Smalls like is a nerd and has made stuff like that before, so I guess that's where that comes from. But it's like. That's a lot for like some ten year olds. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it gets pretty complex as they get going, and you know maybe not always perfectly planned, um, but there's definitely it yeah, definitely like, builds in in intensity and complexity as they move along. We discussed like aping off of the uh, rewatchables earlier in the show, like. If I'm watching TV and I and I, I pop on like where they're doing that whole like montage, that's what I'm stopping. I love that whole fucking thing. Like to me, it's the vacuum. That <laughs> shit like cracks me up. It's pinched shut. It's pinched shut. You know, like yeah, they've got they've got like loud ass vacuums running, and he's still like whispering <laughs> on the ground. I oh, we, like, we, we so got it. For the for the record, the vacuums <laughs> are my favorite my favorite idea of all of all those. Because like. Every child, like, wants to run away from an exploding building, right? And they all, like, they're jumping <laughs> off the goddamn, like, dude, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, the hippie just and jumping, Benny. Just jumping, like, 20, off of a 20-foot deck of the yeah of the treehouse. Yeah, flat on their back, you know, like, like, and then, like, I think it's Timmy or Tommy's, like, we're going about this all wrong or some shit, you know, like, because he, did, he didn't leave. He didn't abandon his post. He just sat there and took the full blunt of, like, them stealing three of their parents' vacuums, right? You know, like, you know, like, yeah, that part whole great. That part's whole. Uh, that's my favorite. What about you, Sean? Do you have, like, a different favorite, or is it the vacuum for you, Joe? Um, I like the vacuum one. Like, I think the vacuum one has a a couple different, you know, like this, the moments you said, and then like the little spot where he does get the ball and he's just, you got it, pull it up. And then obviously, <laughs> you know, never gets it. Um, 
I do. I mean, the first one that always comes to mind when I think about it is the, uh, but, um, but yeah, I think it's amazing. Probably the, uh... Like how, how, <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to discuss this real quick. They give you and me and, and Jake the directions to make that. They give <laughs> us the directions to make it. Can we start at 8 a.m. on a Saturday? Will we finish before the sun goes down? Yeah, get the hell out of my way. I'll I'll build it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to yeah. do like the rant. Ted, the ramp Ted, you for, you, Ted, you forget what my profession is. I think I can figure it out. <laughs> I'm fine. I'll get drunk. The thing has to close around the ball. Sure. Right? And the electronic. You got to figure out the whole like electronic shit of it. Remote control. You got to do a I'll ramp. Figure I'll figure it out. The machine. Now, I mean, I I would be it would be great entertainment for me to like sit there and just every once in a while direct you guys and help, help oh. you and let you do it. But. I wouldn't even try. I would like. <laughs> it's, it's like no, I just don't even get it. Like I went to my new house and I have a I have two huge TVs and uh, my friend who we you have both met Richard who's a uh, he doesn't we don't know what he does he works for the government and uh. Yeah, we had to put the, the second TV in the in front of in, over a, a fireplace. My parents like had to drive like thirty minutes to get a drill for it, and then they were gone for like ninety minutes. And it's like we started this project like five o'clock, and we were already like at two o'clock moving in. And watching him piss drunk, design like put together a fucking entertainment like uh, <laughs> a mount for five inch TV, and my old man just like how I don't fucking know, man. Like <laughs> he just did it. I imagine that's Voss. Voss would just be like half a whiskey in, like, you boys sit back when I make a goddamn robot that can toss a ball. I mean, if you're talking about it, you you, your your thing there was like you, they gave us all the stuff to do it. Like, yeah, I can build it. That that would be me. As long as it's not like a key at directions that are pointless, like actual good directions, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. I would, so, I would probably need decent directions. But, yeah, like, it's, yeah, they're all great. A lot of fact that, like, maybe I'm just trying. Have they not lost a ball yet and they're doing a Little League game? How is being a Jet Rodriguez not on a Little League team? Like, yeah, I kind of just... I kind of, I kind of wondered, like, that whole thing. Like, the Little League team rolls up, and these guys are, like, they play together all the time, and they show, like, they beat their ass. Like, they're pretty good. They just, like, don't care enough to be on a little league team or like form their own team to play. If parents or... can't pay the fees, maybe like. I guess maybe that's supposed to be part of it. I don't really know. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know that there's <laughs> that there's too much of an explanation. I mean, obviously, nothing really given in the movie, and uh, but yeah, it is certainly a question of what a kid that's that good at baseball. Um, how how is he not playing some level of organized baseball rather than just, you know, in a back lot with some kids. <clears throat> and then they do fucking chaw before a goddamn spinny thing. Oh like, yeah, we didn't we hadn't touched on that yet. I, I have notes notes for that. Oh, Cause I, so sorry. <laughs> I rem I remember like that's part of the movie that I always remember the part that they do they chew. But I, I forgot that they 
did it at the carnival before they got on like the tilt a whirl ride, which is the absolute worst idea ever. It's not a tilt a whirl. It's like a it's like a big huge roulette wheel. Thingamajigger. Yeah, I guess whatever you call that thing. I don't know what what you want to call it. Because tilt a whirl is where you spin in like little tight machines. Sorry, I'm a carny at heart, apparently. <laughs> Oh, you're right. Okay, fair. You, have you not been on a Tilted World, Jake? Uh, no, I've been on one of those. I just, yeah, I've been on. I don't, I don't one. know what you would yeah, call I that machine. I'm not a carnival expert. <laughs> he can build machines. As far as I was concerned, you had it right. So I guess I'm not either. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was at the uh, fair last night, and I want to talk about. Cause I'm doing up like to derail this podcast. Back in the day, my county fair had this had this dark game. And tell me, motherfuckers, if you would not want to play it. So I had this huge checkered board, okay? They had two colors and lines that were a separate color, okay? Around three sides of it were the colors that were on the board. You literally put down money and someone would throw a dart. And if it hit that color, you got your money back. Double, double your money back. Like, how's that not gambling? Illegally. <laughs> are you, are I mean, you ba- what I'm basically, saying? who's who's throwing it? Is it like a random person? Random person, man. Up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely. Everyone, every, everyone can bet on this person throwing the goddamn dart. Unless, unless they're like planted people walking around the carnival in a And this guy, and like, like, it, but... always, he was there for like three or four years, and he was like the most meth out motherfucker. And like, this is how he says shit. Blue. No way home on the blue one. And he would just like take like everyone's fucking cash. <laughs> and, and, and if you bet the lines, you would get triple your money back. And there were like a few like everyone loses squares. But literally, it was like a huge wooden board with two colors and then lines that were different color. And you would bet on the random person. Like, just like, you know, we all, it's a small town. Red. No one home on the red one. And it would just like just like take your money. <laughs> and it was like I mean that's basically a roulette at that point. Like right? and it's a person throwing it, but you would either make uh-huh. your money that you had like in the first two nights of the fair and then you would just keep going back. And you could literally bet whatever you wanted. You could bet fifty, ten, five, two, like And you're and just he, talking he, like he, you're talking like the county fair because you're the county seat, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and he would, he would just, like, do a circle, and he would just, like, one, one, two, five, and, like, he would keep track of you. And it was so much fun, and I wish it was back, but I don't wish it was back. Can you imagine, like, someone putting that up like a tailgate? Like, just tossing that board up? <laughs> like, huh. Sounds like be, an awful idea. It'd be fun to sell, though, right? Like, you'd be oh, a be, of money. It'd be a fantastic time. Well, Maybe. Not you throwing the dart. I'm just saying, like huh. the guy running, running the. Oh yeah, yeah. That that would, that would be good if you're the person setting it up and collecting the money. Which I don't even know how you'd even license that, right? Like, I don't think. I think it's one of those things where you just run cash and just don't. I just assume that like talk he, about he, later. I just assume that like he like died and that's why it stopped showing up. To be honest. So. <laughs> Because he was always like this string that motherfucker. And like, he was always like, but like, it was literally like the most popular place. Like, all right, 
also, I go pee back. I was at that fair house on my sons, and there was this balloon thing. They're like ten dollars for seven seven darts, and I threw seven darts, and they gave me a small toy. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, how do I win a bigger toy? Oh yeah, throw seven more darts. When did it not become like little color things behind the balloons, and you had to aim for them to get lucky? No, no, those things. A lot of those things anymore are like a fucking scam. Like you have to spend that, like, like fifty dollars trying to win a toy that you can get online for five dollars. No, I get that, yeah. and that's fine. But like back in the day, every balloon had like a color behind it, and if you hit that color, you got like a a label. I mean, none of the balloons might have had a big toy color. That's fine, but there were no like there were nothing. You literally threw seven darts, and they gave you a small toy. If you threw another seven darts. You got a bigger toy. Like, she literally didn't even watch me throw the darts. Like, there is no skill. <laughs> it's like, give me your $7, and you get this 50-cent no, no, teddy bear $10. thing. $10. Oh, $10 sorry, $10 for, $7, for $7. 7 darts. Give me another $10, and you get this thing that's $1.50 yeah, right. online. It's a different if, like, you threw five darts, and you're like, oh, I got all red dots. I suck balls, Right. There are no dots. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I haven't played anything like that for a while. And, like, when you're a dollar, you're, you're like, all right, well, my kids want to uh, sit down. That's fine. But, like, but I didn't get this first stuffed animal. Someone else did for my youngest. And I'm like, all right, well, I seem like I'm just going to throw these darts. I'm like, why is she not watching me? She's like, oh, you threw seven darts. Here's your small toy. <laughs> what? And my son's like, well, I want one of those other ones. She's like, well, you're throwing there seven darts. I'm like, the fuck we even doing here? Like, sure. <laughs> they're taking your money. That's what they're doing. No, they yeah, and they took it. They took it. That's <laughs> fine. Like it happens, but uh, you know, whatever. Fuck them, cocksuckers. So, <laughs> can we? So, right. so on the on the same, you go piss or whatever you're gonna do. I'm on gonna the go same piss. on the same note of like the carnival stuff. So. So I remember that they I remember that they chew in the movie. I didn't remember that it was for some dumbass reason before they got on the big spinny, apparently not tilt a whirl ride. I don't know what the hell you call the thing, <laughs> big circle that like spins and spins, but it lifts up and then like tilts as it's spinning. <laughs> right. There they play tequila in the, like in yep. the background of the movie, which is a fantastic choice. And then, like they like a couple of them puke, and the puke is like bright red, way overboard, like <laughs> movie. Puke. Yeah, they went all in on on making it just yeah over the top, uh, <laughs> and, and just it seemed like they had it had their fake puke or whatever like by the buckets like massive amounts of it they're just throwing like five gallon buckets of fake puke <laughs> like to create those scenes that's what i'm imagining like that's the splashing whatever that you see scenes that they show yeah it's there's a couple of them that yeah it feels that way anyway you know for for the the size of the mess they make and, you know, they get the reaction of the other people on the ride and stuff that are just so disgusted and grossed out. <laughs> and then like and, uh, all of them or multiple of them get off the ride and they're like also covered in puke. And I'm like, yeah, okay. 
Uh, like you, you just showed them like throwing up over the side of the thing, which I understand. But then they're also like their shirts are also covered in it. I guess that's <laughs> whatever. I mean, I, uh, I, I never puked from that, but I understand how uh, that could work. I, I guess. Yeah, it's. I guess yeah, same boat. I, I guess I don't have a. Uh a relatable story to that sort of scenario, but I guess maybe I can get it. I can understand why, especially, you know, for, for yeah, what, 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds, 10-year-olds. Um, I can imagine their body doesn't react very well to chewing tobacco. <laughs> when I love to, so, like, he, he pulls it out, and he's like, well, what's that? And uh, Bertram's like, you know, got the good stuff. I was saving it for for a special occasion. Like it's <laughs> it's uh, tobacco. It's whatever. Blah blah blah. All the pros do it. It's, it's chew. It's like, well, what do you what do you do with it? Well, you chew it. Well, you chew it. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, I mean, it's such a it's a great scene, and it is for it even being. I don't want to say overdone, but yeah, they definitely lean into it hard on on the puke and the reactions and just even some of the ridiculous faces they have some of the kids make, you know, before they I'm, throw up. And, I've never done chew, but it feels like it would, I would puke also. Like, it just, it sounds awful. A lot, and, a lot of people, the first time that they try it, um, one, don't understand that you're not supposed to swallow. You're supposed to spit, like, your spit out when you're chewing it yeah, and that'll make people sick. But then also getting on a ride while you're doing it is probably also. <laughs> I had a good friend a that idea. does those, uh, those chew patches where the fuck they are. Like, and like, uh, you know what they're called? Like, they're like, they're like, they're, they're pouches. Like tea bags. Yeah. Yeah. They're pouches. Yeah. And he was here a few weeks I used ago. To chew. I quit, but I used to chew, not pouches, regular uh, chew, but. Well, yeah, you were here, Jake, and uh, I'm still finding that shit at my house because he just like leaves them around on, like on tables. Brock guy, like he's like, I'm just gonna leave this. <laughs> oh, Brock does, yeah. <laughs> I like I just keep finding them in random places. That beer can is still up in my son's bedroom that you slept in. Why is it still there? <laughs> oh God! I'm just lazy. Like I keep on thinking I'm gonna pick it up and like, like you know, I was, like oh, tucking them. Oh no! I was, I was tucking them in there and last time. I'm like, oh, that's still here. Should grab and that. You didn't grab it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm the worst. <laughs> it happens. Not you being the worst, but you know it happens. What does that mean? <laughs> Sean, if he comes into Ozarks and be on a top bunk, and he's all he's all paranoid about that shit, so it's fine. I'm excited. Like I've fallen see, off like, shit. I'm excited. Like see, like the two people that have the top bunk, they let's like wake up on the couch. When they make like a business decision, like, <laughs> nope, not okay. tonight. Like, <laughs> the couch right there. Yep, that that's my bed. Oh, I mean, like we discussed this at length. The top bunk is not scary getting into it. It's the two a.m. piss break or the two a.m. like cramp that gets you right. And you try. Like, yeah, I, I can see that. The the calf muscle cramp on the top bunk would end me. I just break my neck and be done. Dead. Like, 
How do you come out of a top bunk of a calf muscle drunk cramp? Like, what's your plan of attack there? Uh, yeah, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I do. I think I lay there in bed and get the cramp <laughs> to go away before I do anything. I'm just glad that's not my problem. R.I.P. Tez. But anyways, like, <laughs> it's getting kind of late. So, like, Loki, my favorite quote of this whole... I'm not, gonna, not even Loki. My favorite quote of this very quote movie is uh, when he's like, why did you just knock on the door? I would have got you a ball for you. Like, that shit is great. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't we didn't even touch on, like, the, the actual end of the movie, right? So, like... Benny jumps the fence, pickles pickles uh, the beast, runs the beast. around, they come back, knock the fence down because he jumps yeah. back in the yard to try and get the dog back in the yard. And then James Earl Jones uh, comes out, he's blind, and, is li- and yeah, he's like, well, wow, you're the first person to get the best of him. Uh, why don't you all come in? You could have just knocked on the door. I would have got it for you. <laughs> and then, like, he, he was, a, he was a, a baseball player on the team uh, with uh, – with, uh, Babe with Babe Ruth and all those guys, and so like, yeah, it was like a, it was a it was a fun ending for sure. Like, yeah, it's like I I, I want to say like, ah, oh, you're not even dead. You're dead. Where you lie or some shit? Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you dead where you stand or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> No, I I like, do really like the ending that, you know, they get the little story time with him and everything, and then it's, you know, trade the ball signed by the entire team, and it's for the deal of what they have to come back and talk, talk baseball, baseball for an hour every week or something. They're supposed to come yeah. hang out with him every week, which I'm sure happens <clears throat> way more than that since they're hanging out with his dog now. Right. Yeah, like Hercules is 129 and dog uses some shit, you know, like. <laughs> But, like, my son and I was like, I need some PF flyers. I'm like, dude, you can't even tie your own shoes very well, but sure. Let's, <laughs> let's, go, let's, go, high, let's go high top. Like, let's just, let's just do it. I'd be, I'd be curious to like, see, like, what, like, what PF flyers, like, if their stock went up after this movie. That's the 60s, you know. And, like, I, I have not researched this at all. Like, the director of the movie is the guy that does a narrator. And he really didn't do shit of this movie. But, like, it's kind of, like, based on his hometown. But, like, I wouldn't know, like, I saw this movie in the theater. And it was, like, I feel like this movie, like, had, like, a slow growth. Right? Does that make sense? Like, I feel like it, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a blockbuster. But, like, it, like, slowly, like, ballooned. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't fucking know. Like, is that dumb? Am I being dumb right now? Am I being drunk? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You would know better than us. Like, I don't I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you remember, yeah you remember, you're you're old as shit. <laughs> do, you, do you remember it being, like, a big thing, like, in the time Please, when it, it's after a baseball it came movie. out? Like, it, it just sucks because, like, they don't make baseball movies anymore. For us anymore, like, fun ones. Oh, hey, uh, <laughs> I was minus 14 days old when this movie came out, by the way. Uh, it, was released, it was released April 7th. Box office. All right. $34 million. It's not a lot. 
mean, yeah, I no, I I guess you know, I I don't know for sure, but um yeah, like I grew up my family million, so. my family's baseball fans and stuff, so like I know what I saw this fan at a very young age and um but yeah, I don't know. I can I can imagine it wasn't like a Holy huge shit. everybody go to the theater C movie. Rotten Tomatoes give this shit a sixty three percent. Fifty fifty six and a half million is what rookie of the year did. So it did twenty million more. Wow. <laughs> well they said uh VHS and D V D sells closer to seventy six million dollars. <clears throat> has become a has become a, a cult classic. Yeah, I think this, this movie, you're probably right, over time, like, it's probably grown to be more, a lot more than it was when it came out, based on, yeah, that stuff. Well, like we said, it's always, like, it's always listening like, a top four. Like, it's, it's up there. Like, it's, like, it's just fun. Like, we discussed that, like, a few times. Like, it's a shitty phrase, right? It's just it's a fun movie. Like, you just... Yeah, like, like, said, I, go ahead. Like you say, you find like you you watch chunks of it, man. Like you don't you don't often sit down for the whole thing, you know. What? Well, like, yeah, I think the the kind of to to part of like why it is is that the movie, even though so the movie came out before I was born, right? But I can watch the movie and relate, even though like I I didn't grow up playing baseball at a sand at the Sandlot or something like it you it's the coming of age or like growing up like you can remember it makes you think about growing up and hanging out with your friends and running around town and doing stuff type of thing like it's pretty relatable even like just tangentially like not even just directly um doing the same things i think that's probably yeah, like, why it's become become like a cult Cult type, cult class. And it's a perfect example. So, like, uh, it rained down here all day today. And, like, I took my kids to the fair last night. And my oldest one, like, hung out with his friends, like, for three hours at the carnival. And, like, tonight he was, like, all mad that, like, he's like, he's like, I'm losing days at a fair. And, like, it rains so hard. And I'm not sure if the carnival tomorrow night or not. But, like, the carnival at the fair for him, even though, like, the rides aren't great, is, like, a few times a year where, like, I can be, like, Okay, I'll be at this spot. You go have fun. Come back, right? Yeah. And that's the sandlot, right? Like they can ride rides. They have the armband on. They they can go fuck around, and they're free, right? And that's this movie. Like this movie reminds you of when you were free with your friends, and you just like you were, you didn't care, right? Like you had no responsibilities besides coming home at the end of the night, right, and going to bed. You know what I mean? Is that dumb? Oh, yeah. Does that sound yeah, dumb? It's the, yeah, it's, you know, I guess like we mentioned earlier that it is, uh, you know, mom cuts him loose of, you know, go get in a little trouble this summer. And, and it's, you know, no parents, you and your friends having fun. and uh, you know, Which you can't do anymore, man. Like, as someone with, like, young kids, like. Right. And I, I love my ex-wife, but, like, she was like, you let your nine-year-old walk with your six-year-old to school. I'm like, it's two blocks. I don't give a shit. It's so <laughs> terrible, but, but like, they can get there. You know, and like, you, 
we live in a society, not to be like a Joker reference, where like, you just don't do that shit anymore. Like, we're like, when we were younger, even you guys who were like younger than me, like, the parents would be like, all right, I'll see you in five hours. Don't, don't fuck up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, for me, like, that's, that's part of what I'm like referring to like you say your kids like walking to school and like yeah you can legitimately see the school from your house like i would i would leave my house to go to school like ride my bike go meet my buddy and ride like 10 blocks to school like ride bikes to school yeah like every day like and it was nothing and then ride home be home by a certain time to check in and then probably go continue to ride around town like Like that's just it's that's all, just how it was, and that's so that's what fucked, I'm talking man. about with this movie. Is it's uh, it's like I didn't grow up playing baseball at the Sandlot, but still the the things about the movie you relate to, and that's that's what part so of what was, makes I it so fun. And great. I was out in the country, so like I didn't have like this opportunity, you know. So like I want my kids to have it, you know. Like I'll be at the bingo stand, you come back in three hours. I trust you won't do anything stupid, you know. Like that's where I'll be at. But, like, people, they watch all these ION channels or, like, these ID channels, right? And, like, it's always, like, horror stories, like, kids and people get murdered. But, like, they don't talk about how, like, how that shit is, like, they, like, update it for modern times, right? Like, a murder that happened in the 60s, it's the 90s on that channel, right? And, like, like it's, it's a, I don't know, I, I don't mean my soapbox, but, like, I'm that parent that I'm like, all right, you know where we live. This is our address. I'll see you in two and a half hours. I'll be here. That's also Come kind back. of small town. That's also kind of hashtag small town things too. I I know it is, and like, it's difficult. It's it's an argument, you know. We're like, we, she's like, well, did you watch them leave? I was in the shower. They said I love you. They left. Like they got there. <laughs> like I trust them, you know. Like. But yeah, like you said, Jake, it's a small town. You know, like... But like... You can't always live... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I, I, mean, I think we we get it. We don't need to, we don't need to go any further down that road. I don't, I don't, I don't need to get in trouble, but like, yeah, it's like... No, it's just that's well, part, of, that's part of what the what the movie like represents. Like for, for people when you, you grow up and it kind of takes you back to the just being a kid and doing that stuff with your friends type of thing. Yeah, like just knowing that your your parents are in this area, like you'll find that, you know. But like because they're all 10 or 11, they're all like in suburbs, you know, like and then we, we watch this movie and then we watch fucking Hardball where R.I.P.G. <laughs> baby gets shot, you know, so like Yeah, it's pretty pretty different things. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's a two different Americas sort of approach. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 gonna let you guys go on this on this little topic here. How much do you guys love movies that are like set in the past that like give like the history of like the main characters? Because that shit is my jam. That like Animal House or like just like in general like they did this, they did this. That shit is my jam. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're talking about the format of, like, because the movie opens and Smalls as, like, a 35-year-old, 40-year-old, whatever, is, like, narrating it, like, throughout the movie. 
and then the apparently movie he's ends a Dodgers play by play play. Yeah, play by and, play. and it and it, end, and it ends with him like in the yeah in the radio booth or whatever, like calling uh, Benny stealing home, uh, which is uh, goosebumps. By the way, I don't know, maybe that's just me, but I really love that that ending. Yeah, yeah I do. love that. <laughs> I really like that format for a movie of like okay, wh- whether it's like far in the future or it's after the whole whole sequence of events, and then going back kind of flashing to it. I really like that style. I agree. Yeah, I think I, I agree. Yeah, he's that lost a step. Kind of that wrap up. Sorry. I don't know, Tez. No, you're good. Uh, I was just going to say, yeah, having that kind of wrap up where, where the story all comes together um, with, you know, like with that one, with the Sandlot, that final, that final moment where, where you see how where everything ended up, I think it's really cool, um, and and plenty of cool ways to do it, obviously. But I do really enjoy it in this movie. Yeah, I think the and, the the fun part. So so the last the last note that I have is they they go through and he's like narrating, like yeah, I was here for this. This long, Smalls is narrating um, as his future self. Like, I was here for this long, and like, as people left, we didn't replace them. We just, we just kept playing, and and they they get to, they're talking about like what people were doing, and they get to Bertram, and he's like, Bertram, <laughs> he got really into the '60s, and nobody ever really heard from him again. Uh, 70s, <laughs> yeah, like, I laughed my ass off. Like, he just went off and became a hippie and did all the drugs and nobody ever talked to him again. <laughs> Which, you know, like, it'd be hard. I guess, like, being a guy who has, like, a uh, Ozark trip going on 20 years now, in the 60s, how would you keep track of everybody? Right? Like, he, like, he goes into, like, detail about, like, how these guys made him mini-marts and he was a professional wrestler. Like, how do these motherfuckers keep in contact? Right? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. I got too deep. I don't I'm know. Sorry. It would take a lot of effort. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I, everyone's like, oh, uh, everyone's sad. It's fine. So, <laughs> before we leave this thing, what is everyone's favorite quote of the fucking movie? Um, Mine is the... Uh, w- you could knock on the door, or they got it for you. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I've always been pretty impartial. Like I've always really liked the uh, the heroes get remembered, legends never die. Um, I think it was even yesterday. I, I was watching something, or somebody was just talking about something, and they only said like heroes get remembered, and I just sat there and I waited. And I waited, and they never finished it. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong I, with you? I want that quote <laughs> in my house, but this is what I was talking earlier. Like, on Etsy, they all have the sandlot under the quote. I literally just want the no, quote. No. Just the quote. And it, and it pisses me off. Like, <laughs> I, I, I've emailed like three of them. I'm like, can, can you like delete that part of it? And no response. <laughs> I, I don't. I just want the or like uh, the quote from fucking uh, Lilo and Stitch. You know, Mahana means family and those left behind. 
I just want the quote. You know. I don't need the goddamn <laughs> movie. Like, just give me the fucking quote. And you, you don't like, want you don't want you don't want the dash uh, Lilo from yeah, Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. I just <laughs> I just want it. Yeah. And like uh, Etsy, Etsy people are like, oh, I'm sorry, asshole. No, like, sir, I'm paying you fifty dollars <laughs> for this frame photo. <laughs> Fix your fucking print off, you know. So anyway, Jake. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Mine, like, I don't, and I'll probably remember it it more now, but uh, if my dog was as ugly as you, I'd shave his (laughs) butt and tell him to walk backwards is a pretty fucking good line. Like, it's... For 10-year-olds. Yeah, it's, I mean, hell for me. I don't know. Like, somebody insults me, I might throw that back at him. I don't know. He's going to run that shit on his phone for, like, next flip cup game. Be like, motherfuckers. Somebody's giving me shit. I don't know. I might might whip that whip that out, and pretty, they probably won't know what the fuck to say. They should knock on the door to got your goddamn ball. My son's like, he didn't say goddamn. I'm like, I know, but he should. <laughs> it's, it's only because it's in a kids' movie. It's, you know, in real life, he says goddamn. <laughs> you want to make all that racket out there? <laughs> that blind dude's like, what the fuck is going on in my backyard? What the fuck? <laughs> I can't even imagine like what he's hearing in like his porch. So they're eating his got drinking his coffee. Is that a is that a machine? The fuck is that? <laughs> was that three vacuums exploding? Was that a child screaming? Yeah, that exploded like they were C4, by the way. I don't really know how that was. <laughs> Did I hear a, a nine-year-old screaming from a rope? Like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> so, all right, boys. I'll let you go. I'm going to have more drinks. I shouldn't. But, you know, I don't know what I'm going to clock yet. So, I'm going to watch... I'm going to watch Benny pickle the beast. All right, here, real quick. Who wins in a foot race? Benny or uh, Willie Mays Hayes? Ooh. That's a t- terrible question to ask. I don't know. Adult, <laughs> adult fans. He's a fucking MLB player. I don't know. He outran a dog for like three miles, so. I, I got Benny. It's true. Sure, I'll, t- I'll take know. Benny. That's fun. <laughs> I'll be the contrarian. I'll take Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> You're a bad friend. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> all right. Here you go, boys. Second best cheering sound of all time. Take care. All right. Later. I hit the button. <laughs>